Well, Willow, my love, it is just me and you today. Um, no guest. Uh, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of a review. Um, review, not really a review. I wanted to talk to myself, talk to you. Um, you know, it's been quite a year and we're back into a few guests now, a few cool guests. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to try and put together my thoughts about uh, the year, I suppose, that has um, just unfolded, which has been quite a ride. Uh, now you'll have to excuse me, darling, if um, I grunt and groan a little bit. Uh, you saw me skipping yesterday. I uh, decided to skip in the heat, in the 35 degree heat here, maybe try and sweat off a few COVID pounds. Um, and today, my Achilles uh, feels like someone is periodically attaching a fucking car battery to it. And holy shit, it is, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. Uh, instantly collapse, tense my leg, pull my toes. Uh, so yeah, anyway, if you hear a few grunts and groans, um, that's what that is. But yeah, what a year. Um, I know there was a bit of a gap here between uh, episodes, season one and season two, as I explained. Uh, but, you know, it was just something had to give. Uh, I was teaching. Um, I think COVID lockdown got to me a bit and uh, I couldn't focus my energies across such a wide range of things. So, Unfortunately, this was that thing that um, had to take a little rest. But we're back. COVID is almost over, as someone said the other day, which um, I guess we're just deciding it is. Double vaxxed, though, so uh, seems like cases are dropping. Anyway, who cares about COVID? Let's move on from that. Um, had some cool guests on. I know... Um, a lot of the topics seem to come up again, but this is interesting stuff to me, and it's a bit of a self-discovery journey um, with this whole PhD thing, as you've probably heard. Um, you don't have to read too much between the lines to figure that one out. Um, but I sort of had this epiphany or revelation the other day about the whole um ego driven perspective of doing this phd which you know i'm i'm fairly certain um and honest about it being largely that um but i have a lot of these discussions with guests about the utility of doing something like a phd in terms of the financial trade-offs the time trade-offs the multitude of other careers you could pick and where that would get you in life um and I sort of just realized, because it is largely this ego thing, um, there's not really any other option. Yeah, it might have shafted me financially. It might have um, set me back uh, almost a decade, I guess, in terms of graduate training, um, compared to had I continued on with something after my my bachelor's degree. But... I always would have had to do this anyway, and uh, so it's kind of a relief in a way. Uh, it takes a little of that guilt or a little of that um, grass is always greener feeling away. You know, at some point I would have done this, and knowing me, 
Um, well, I know that's a silly thing to say, but I suspect it would have been as challenging no matter when I did it. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. I wanted to do one, and I'm doing it, and uh, all that other stuff is kind of just detail, um, good or bad. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I know that's an extremely privileged position to be in to have such a um, choice about taking on higher education and I know and hearing myself complain about it whining about it um, it sounds tone deaf 100% um, but you know it is what it is that's my experience and at least in some cases um, I think this experience that I'm having and understanding what academia is and what it's not and learning um, that it's still relevant and necessary to push back even from a privileged position, um, you know, I think is important and valuable. Uh, I don't think complete, um, I don't know if it, is it relativism or would it not be relativism? You know, there are worse harms out there, so your harm or your experience is not valid. Whatever it is, I don't think that is... Um, a good way to approach these things or to avoid pushing back on issues that you see in whatever it is. So, anyway, that's been a nice revelation. Um, I can let go of the why did I choose this, maybe I should have done something else, if only I had of all of those kinds of things that plague your brain when you're not having a good time doing the thing you're doing. Uh, I mean, I tried all those other things. God knows how many jobs I've tried. And uh, none of those worked out either. But I don't really think about those anymore. Um, McDonald's was pretty fun. I actually really liked working there. But anyway, um, also sort of been thinking about this, what the PhD from that ego side actually means to me. Uh, you know, unpacking that bit a little bit, and it's it's comes from so many different angles for me. But this, it's certainly uh, exaggerated or encouraged or facilitated by this kind of culture of excellence that we have in the scientific community. I mean, I know it's throughout everything but it's pretty strong in the scientific community too this kind of this desperation to be um jesus ah oh, damn sorry that's my uh that's the tendon thing um but uh oh boy Yahoo uh yeah so um that sort of comes and goes but uh back to science uh i know sweetie it's okay it's just uh dad's got a bung foot um you know your um your your science and your publications need to be um moving the science forward uh there's this this fantasy about making some grand discovery or being this prodigy um, and it, it kind of goes both ways, even in these fields or these in the discourse where you hear 
the sort of disruptors or the anti-heroes or the people who want to do something differently or uh, you know completely shake up the paradigms that people are operating in uh, it's still the same kind of shit you know it's still like I'm going to be this unique this novel thinker and recognized in the academic community um, and that is going to be this uh, notoriety I don't know if that's the right word but I'm going to be known for my thought and I feel like that general idea drives a lot of the work we do and uh, or a lot of the ambition within the community of course it does um, but you know that that warps a lot of the experience as well because um, what happens when you realize there's 10,000 other specialists in your field um, all fighting for that same thing and diluting any sort of um, discovery or, or any potential for you to really stand out, it kind of, I don't know, it just takes away a little bit or it makes you feel like, uh, I don't know, that piece that drew you to academia in the first place maybe isn't there or is maybe just a very small chunk of what is an overall pretty regular sort of job um i don't know certainly a feeling i get i mean i was i was uh camping the other weekend actually and what made me think of this was seeing these kids play in uh, i don't know what they were doing they were playing like in the woods around the campground but um it was so clear i mean they were explicitly stating who had which role in their little society and their little game that they were making and I remember doing that I remember you know playing a game where everyone's a dog or something or we are all dogs and we're running around and, and someone's the strongest dog someone's the fastest someone's the smartest um, everyone can sort of do something that the group needs and that everyone else can't do uh, and you might not necessarily be the actual strongest kid in the group, but that's your job. That's your role in the dog group. Um, and you get to, you know, everyone kind of just takes on that identity and plays the game and has fun and enjoys it in that role. And, you know, you can do that without the risk of failure in the sense of, well, you're not actually the strongest dog. Or whatever it is, you know, it, it kind of, I don't know, I just, I heard them shouting and playing and, and uh, that was what I thought of. And I thought, holy shit, you know, as adults, you want to identify with that role. You want to be useful too, but it takes on this different connotation. And there is ultimately that point of failure or that point of realization where... It's like, fuck me, there's a thousand other strong dogs who are constantly fighting for this position, for this role. And whether or not I play this role, doesn't matter. There's someone else who's useful to the community in that way. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, 
at the point of time when I thought of this, it was sort of, it was disappointing. It was like, oh, you know, fuck, imagine dedicating your whole life to this thing, to this specialization. And for me, coming from this ego point where you are going to assume this role as an expert and you're going to be qualified to the point where um, you are useful to your community and people will come to you specifically for your expertise, dedicating your life to that and then realizing, well, actually, there's a thousand other people who can do this and it's just increasingly this more and more competitive job where expertise is is diluted across thousands of people and but the the pathway to achieve it is still the same um you know it's still this meat grinder this complete life altering life delaying in a lot of ways experience um and again i was still just like yeah but i always would have fucking done it there's no other way around it so i don't know that was um that was pretty interesting for me and um i wish we sort of had more time to to think about this stuff or at least you know what what i think the role where i think the role would would fulfill that for me is if i actually had the capacity to think now i know this has been talked about a shitload across i don't know whatever different channel medium people listen to but we don't actually really have that much time to think in our graduate training not in my experience like there are these thousands of other people crushing to get to these extremely limited positions to assume these roles as the expert qualified in the sense of having a faculty position uh having survived the publish or perish washing machine and uh and come out the other side on top of the pile so what that means is you don't spend much time thinking you spend more time measuring and coming up with more complicated ways to model different measurements um, and hoping like shit that they get into some high impact journal uh you know rather than trying to think a little laterally at problems trying to sort of reflexively observe our paradigms that we're working in whether they still work where do those come from could we approach this problem in a completely different way um we don't really have that time it's it's uh you know you got to get in and get out somewhere towards the top of the pile or else it's all sort of for nothing um you know in a in a utilitarian sense at least um so yeah it's i i wish the role was more like that where and i i understand how indulgent that is in a world where there's this much inequity having having the capacity to just sit and think seems wasteful luxurious indulgent but in my view in my field in ecology zoology biology whatever in the next fucking 10 years 20 years i think 
everything is going to be measured remotely, uh, sensed in some way, GPS located. Everything will be done. Data will be collected with very little human intervention. Every possible model will be run. So point being, this human aspect is is not going to be necessary in order to measure things the way that we do. But we put so little emphasis on what we do do well as humans on the sides of things like, should we do this? Ought we be doing this? Um, ought to we be doing this? Um, framing, conceptualizing different philosophical problems and how we interact with nature and what we ultimately want. I mean, and I also wonder how much of this is, um, you know, things like conservation and ecology, um, certainly how I have studied it and been taught it is a very Western mechanistic idea where we do measure things like that and try and take it apart uh, like a dead machine and fix the bits that we don't like. Um, You know, and I sort of wonder... Is that, is that this Western idea because that's the dominant capitalist sort of idea, the sort of hangover from control of nature and just sort of fixing it and rearranging it and putting it back together after we've kind of broken it rather than a sort of systems-based approach? Um, you know, is there, a, is there a Western idea that's not, dominant would there be one were western capitalism not the dominant force altering the planet um i don't know but anyway deciding what we want or ought to do because the sort of options are at our disposal as to how we progress here or don't um and that takes thinking that takes time thinking um not just measuring shit uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I can find a role following this PhD that's a little more oriented towards that. But I wish this was just a component of um, a doctorate in philosophy, which is what we're all doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still good. It's going well. I got uh, really stuck into my data recently which i was terrified of i've spent the last well three years doing field work the last year doing essays and review papers and collected this massive one million strong photo data set from my trail camera images and have just been terrified to be completely honest to get stuck into it because it's a fucking mess uh as always, many things I wish I knew beforehand starting, but that's okay. Um, but anyway, gone through it, sorted it out, got ready basically to jump into analyses with it. So I'm feeling much better about that. Um, yeah, and uh, my wonderful dog is coming along. Um, this beautiful, beautiful little creature did not do well with skateboards, rollerblades, um, scooters, people on those sort of sit-down bikes. Anything 
without that rhythmic up and down of running or pedaling an upright bicycle uh kind of freaked her out a little bit and particularly the hard wheels on a skateboard but with probably about a month of patience dedicated um we see some rollerbladers coming or a skateboard coming we sit down keep her focus don't let her fixate treat 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 she has uh come right around and we passed a bit of a milestone um a couple of days ago where we were uh coming to a bridge a narrow closed in area and there was a gentleman riding a skateboard coming across the bridge pulling a shopping trolley full of bottles so you can imagine you have the hard skateboard wheels going clink clink clink, clink on the concrete panel things um you have the shopping trolley doing the same and you have the bottles going um it's not really what they sound like but you know what i mean um and we were already on the bridge and um because of my own social anxiety i didn't want to turn around and look like a a pussy so um we sat down the guy kept coming uh treat 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 focus focus please focus treat 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 um, and she kind of cocked one eye as he went past, um, and then she turned back at me and did that big fucking pit bull smile, and, uh, those beautiful brown eyes kind of squinted a little, and we just went on, and, uh, it melted my heart, so, uh, that's pretty cool, love that little dog, uh, I'm off social media, no Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter, uh, for about, well, Facebook's been for several years now, uh, Instagram is probably, oh, it's got to be coming up about six months, and Twitter, who the fuck knows that, um, but man, it feels great, I feel like I have time to think, I have time to um, just be happy in my downtime when I'm not doing anything, I don't waste all that fucking time, um, and you know, it's interesting, I, I did go through those three sort of three, four, five stages of uh, social media denial, you know, how am I going to keep in touch with all my friends and family, you know, um, well, email, text, write a fucking letter, uh, there's a ton of ways you can, um, oh, but how am I going to keep up on, on current events, well, if you must, uh, the internet is uh, pretty accessible without those apps and also you know how am I not gonna blow up and uh, get free shit sent to me or um, you know become an influencer or whatever and well shit I don't uh, I guess you're not going to Paul in that sense and I don't know where that desperation come well I probably do know where that desperation came from but um, you know I think these things have in my experience at least utterly fucked our social interaction and we will be paying for this for many decades to come. And we're all kind of just sort of accepting what we're being told, that they have some benefit or that on balance they're good. And anyway, I don't think they are. I think they're screwing us over. And I think we can get just uh, by just fine without them. So anyway, I'm off all that garbage. Um, and yeah, so it's cool. I got some cool guests coming up. I know... Um, a lot of the guests are a bit USASC heavy, but that's, hey, that's my immediate caption net. 
Um, but I have some really cool, uh, interesting, international, diverse guests coming up um, talking about a bunch of different topics. So thanks again for listening along. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll keep these episodes coming. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this uh, duet with me and Pooch. Yeah.